0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, though this year's defense authorization bill is likely to pass, one last minute hurdle could spell trouble. A new Senate bill would effectively cancel one of the president's executive orders. And OPM wants more federal workers to learn about other agencies' work with cybersecurity Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The 2021 defense authorization bill is hitting the homestretch. Members of the House and Senate are starting to negotiate the final details of the bill. Once they come to an agreement, the House and Senate each need to pass the bill again by majority vote and have the president sign it. The bill has been passed 59 years in a row, but this year seems a little more hamstrung than others. There seems to be a big fight brewing over renaming bases dedicated to Confederate troops. The issue could throw a wrench into the final passage. The Army plans to release the results of its review of the command climate at Fort Hood, Texas on December 8th, but as Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, officials are setting the stage for discouraging news. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy says he's deeply saddened by the review's findings. He says they show the service's anti-sexual assault and harassment programs aren't working, and the Army needs a new action plan to change that. Leaders, regardless of rank, are accountable for what happens in their units and must have the courage to speak up and intervene when they recognize actions that bring harm to our soldiers. If we do not have the trust of America, nothing else matters. The review was sparked in large part by the death of Specialist Vanessa Guillen, who prosecutors say was murdered by a fellow soldier at Fort Hood. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The defense department needs some help taking out garbage but it might be more complicated than you think federal news network scott massioni explains there are about twenty six thousand objects orbiting the earth right now and a lot of them are just a bunch of junk lost screws broken antennas and defunct satellites are all hurtling around the earth at speeds as high as fifteen thousand miles an hour that puts important working space assets at risk the space force says it's hoping new space businesses will be able to come up with creative ways to bring that junk back down to earth or cast it off into the great unknown. The service is asking companies to come forward with ideas on eliminating debris and reducing future debris from satellites and spacecraft. Scott Massioni Federal News Network. Senate Democrats are out with a new bill to block the Schedule F executive order. The legislation would simply nullify the EO and prohibit agencies from spending appropriated funding on its implementation. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Ranking Member Gary Peters and nearly 40 other Democrats introduced the bill. It differs from the legislation House Democrats introduced last month. The Senate bill would retroactively nullify the Schedule F order back to the date of its signing in October. Waivers that let agencies put off meeting certain federal cybersecurity rules may be going away if a new bill from Senator Ron Wyden and Congresswoman Lauren Underwood makes it into law. The two Democrats introduced the Federal Cybersecurity Oversight Act that would shift from indefinite waivers to waivers that last one year. The legislation also would require the Office of Management and Budget to approve all waivers instead of the current process by which the head of the agency can approve the request. Additionally, Wyden and Underwood would tell OMB to include a list of all waivers and and a timeline for when the agency would meet the cybersecurity requirements as part of the annual FISMA report to Congress. The Office of Personnel Management is encouraging agencies to get involved with cybersecurity rotational programs for their employees. Agencies have new guidance from OPM on cyber details. They can participate in the President's Management Council Interagency Program, the Cyber Reskilling Detail Program, or the Federal Cybersecurity Rotation Program. Most details are 120 days long. Agencies that receive cyber detaillees should assign meaningful projects and measure employees' results. OPM says entry-level employees and executives will benefit if agencies offered cyber rotational assignments more frequently agencies are getting some help in evaluating technologies that use 5g federal news networks jason miller reports as 5g enabled devices become more widely available the federal mobility group's 5g and mobile network infrastructure working group offers a primer on how best to test and analyze these products the new framework released yesterday will try to guide an agency in selecting testing capabilities whether it's building its own test bed taking advantage of external lab services or using a hybrid approach The working group spent the last year visiting labs operated by cell phone equipment manufacturers, mobile network operators, and many others to better understand how an evaluation effort works. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Senate passed minimum security standards for Internet of Things devices, and the bill is now headed to the president's desk. The IoT Cybersecurity Improvement Act of 2020 requires the National Institute of Standards and Technology and the Office of Management and Budget to take steps to increase cybersecurity for IoT devices, plus, publish guidance for reporting, coordinating, publishing, and receiving information about security vulnerabilities. Two bills to boost federal technology are one step away from becoming law. The Senate passed the Modernization Centers of Excellence Program Act and the Artificial Intelligence in Government Act. Both bills now head to the President for his signature. The IT Modernization Centers of Excellence bill will codify the current IT COE effort to ensure agencies are moving to the cloud and adopting secure technologies. The AI bill will codify the AI COE in GSA and require OMB, OSTP, and GSA to issue new guidance for using the technology in government. Customer experience is under a microscope across federal government as the pandemic puts more pressure on agency services, but many web and technology employees see bright spots. During ACT-IX CX Summit on Wednesday, representatives from agencies, including Veterans Affairs, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, and the Food and Drug Administration described improved trust with customers and making the most of a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to modernize the federal workforce for future remote opportunities. Federal agency see Telework as a solution to the recruitment and retention problems. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. The Transportation Department is considering it. The Labor Department is already offering some full-time remote jobs. Oklahoma Senator James Langford. We will always have in-person, and we should always be here in Washington, D.C. with our agency heads and all of those things to be able to interact for those face-to-face meetings that need to occur. But we have millions of people around the country that would love to be able to serve their country by serving in one of these agencies. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. And airports might be nearly vacant, but the Transportation Security Administration has been busy on the contracting front. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. TSA says it met its annual small business contracting goals for the first time in the 19-year history of the agency. That amounted to $576 million worth of business. The effort was aided by the pandemic-related need for personal protective gear, like acrylic barriers. TSA says it bought nearly 7,000 of those, along with 4 million face masks and 20,000 cases of hand sanitizers and wipes. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.